The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi and welcome to Sisters Speak on Inspire 105.1 FM. And you're here with me today, Faiza. Me, Lamisa. And me, Mariam. And welcome back to our show, guys. Mariam and Lamisa, who haven't joined Sisters Speak for a very long time now. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back. And for those just listening in, Mariam, tell the, tell the listeners what our show is about. So our show is a platform for Muslim girls to voice their own opinions on current events and issues and even form discussions on general topics such as religion, culture, politics and social media. We want to note that all opinions and views are our own and we respect all other opposing views. Thank you for that. So for those listening, as you just heard, uh, this is a sisters-based show. On Inspire 105.1 FM. So today is kind of more of a freestyle episode, <laughs> show, sorry. Um, this is more of just a string of things that we just kind of want to cover. Kind of like a podcast kind of, you know, vibe. Um, yeah. So the basis of it is about life. <laughs> is life what you make it? And we will just talk about different areas within that. <laughs> So before we get started, um, on our show we do this every single week, this little segment called Thought for the Week. Now this is something that we want to share, a story, maybe a rant for some of us, uh, something beneficial for ourselves first and foremost and our listeners as well. And if the listeners also, if you want to get involved, um, let us know what your thought for this week is. If you want to share something um, that would be beneficial, uh, please do. Uh, join in our discussion so you can do that by texting or whatsapping us on 0779481822 or you can join in on our facebook live um and then comment underneath there so yeah who wants to go first lamisa um (laughs) i thought it was a question Mm, (laughs) rhetorical (laughs) (laughs) okay um so i don't know if this is going to be beneficial for anyone else but um or it might be when you have sushi on the train just make sure that you yeah repeat <laughs> so just repeat that i bit. thought this wasn't going to be beneficial for anyone <laughs> sushi um, fans, I guess so. um sushi yeah sushi if you want to have sushi on the train make sure that you know how the box opens because if you don't know and you end up spilling it all over the train then you're gonna be really sad because I sushi's quite expensive sushi, yeah. as well oh my god so essentially i'll map it out for you guys <laughs> the whole day i had lectures and this was i think on a thursday so it's usually the day i go home so it's my final day of lectures and i went the whole day without eating anything again it seems to be a repetitive pattern but um right yeah the whole day i went without eating anything and then i went to some pancreas station and i thought you know what i'll pick up something to eat because i have some time before my train and um yeah everything was going fine I was going to catch the 22-minute train, so I'll be in Luton really quickly. And then I got on the train. I had my sushi. And in my like in my head, I was thinking maybe I shouldn't invest in the sushi. I think it was like £6 for only... I don't know if you guys can see what Facebook like. <laughs> it, was like it was like, like this much. And I was like, I really shouldn't be doing this because I don't have a lot of money anyway. Oh, and I still went for it. And then I <laughs> sat on the train and everything was going fine like i got on the train before the train was even meant to go off like five minutes before which is a new thing for me usually i'm like running and i just get in (laughs) as the doors are closing and then i was trying to open it from the sticker and i didn't realize that there was a pull tab on the other side so when i opened it the tray literally fell and i even had the tray like the the eating tray the food tray out i didn't put it on there i was holding it and it fell and all of like the salmon rolls, everything. Was there someone sitting next to you? No one sitting Thank next to me. Goodness. But I, I, you know, <laughs> I shouted really loudly after that happened as well. And it was really, really sad. And then all my salmon was on the floor. And the only thing that survived were these two little like tuna rolls out of the whole day, six pounds. It was like, I just chucked it on the floor. I was really sad. You know, it could have been Yikes. Like, you know, I could have got food poisoning food from it. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I just yeah, sort I of... Mean, <laughs> I wouldn't advise anyone else doing that, but yeah, the food trays. Everyone heard what happened, though. Everyone heard what happened. And then while I was on the phone telling my friend the whole story, I heard someone in the seat behind me. They were laughing at me, laughing at my story. (laughs) I was like, this is such a sad situation. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, don't use the food tray. Use the food tray. Don't be in haste. You know, calm down, enjoy your food, breathe, breathe, and you know, 
yeah, I guess don't don't rush when you're doing things because sometimes it ends up messing things up. Also, you right. can relate that to revision. Don't rush when you're doing revision. That's something I'm learning right now. Or well. don't do it last minute. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had so much other things assignments. And- you prioritize and time management. That is what. <laughs> Funny that it was that easy as that, you know. <laughs> God. You know, time management. Make a timetable. Mm. Manage your it time. Well, work. it does time work time if time you put time your head timetable. No. You know what? To everyone listening out there, give these two little <laughs> things. <laughs> give these two little women some advice about time management and revising what's your best piece of advice that you can give for time management and revising I'm not asking you to I'm asking (laughs) the listeners to give advice about time management and revision for those out there who are struggling to time manage time tables are not realistic okay well you had them in high school no no but that's for lessons that's That's different that's for lessons where you have a person <laughs> conducting the lesson, making you go through a plan. Whereas when it's by yourself, you sort of... Yeah, but you still... You, know. you have exam timetables and you still work around your exam timetables, no? What do you mean, that's exam timetable? Yeah, but still... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You, you, can't, excuse you, you can't be like, timetables don't work, I'm not going to the exam. <laughs> timetables work. <laughs> No, say if you say you're going to revise, I don't know, module number one from 11 to You know what, we'll just or see. Or something pops up, then that's it, you're not going to go back to that. This is, this is my problem. Revision for exams, right, you have to revise all of your lectures, blah, 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 everything. But it's when the university gives you, during that revision period, so let's say over the Christmas break, like for us it's practical write-ups, they give us like 10, 15 practical write-ups yes. while we're trying to do our revision. So it's that's like, my issue. Yes. and then I've you have lectures well. after the holidays, as well yeah. so it's like when am I meant to revise the ones for like the whole two months I was at uni before Christmas and the whole extra two weeks after Christmas and one lecture isn't like it's easy one lecture is like this many pages yeah. and, and it's the, just the ridiculous to say to you, I hope you had a restful break <laughs> when <laughs> how can I rest time management anyways it's beyond time management it's it's, it's, time it's a different rant, issue your rant's over now guys <laughs> now we're just gonna focus on you know being positive <sighs> My exams on Monday. <laughs> okay. Inshallah, everyone Good luck. Like, inshallah, inshallah, you inshallah. will do okay, really so well. Okay, so my thought of the week is... <laughs> batting off my hour little run. Um, so today, I received a really bad grade. Oh, <laughs> no. Like but I want to, I I like... I think if I verbalise this, maybe I'll adopt my own advice. I think it's really about gratitude. <laughs> um, so before, if I, would, if I would get really bad grades... I'm not you didn't fail... No, alhamdulillah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, no. but it's one of those ones where it's no, not the one you wanted. No, it's like it's like no. It's, it's different it's, if you failed though. No, like I've been in my second year. I work tirelessly, tirelessly. See, I'm forgetting English even though I study English. I worked it's really one of them hard days. in my second my second year to reach the grade average I was at, mm. and this year I'm putting extra hours. I like I'm prioritizing my studies completely. Like mm. everything else is becoming secondary. And somehow my grades are like worse than it was in first year. So I'm really like confused what's going on. So today I received one of my grades and it's the worst grades I've ever got. And when I first opened it, I was like shocked, like completely flabbergasted. Like how, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Usually I would react in a really like, I'll probably start crying, let's be real. I'd be really upset about it. But straight away I was like, you know what, I don't even have time. I don't even have time to Aww. react. I don't even have time to react. I literally have to do find a way to try to find a strategy to overcome it, it yeah to overcome it to elevate my like essays because my degree is English literature so after my like session I literally straight away went to the academic tutor and I was like when's your next session I need to go to it my grades are suffering completely and it actually I took a moment to step back and I just thought that is what what progression is is when you're learning to confront challenges mm-hmm. but also straight away I forced myself to say alhamdulillah because mm-hmm. I was like I didn't get 48 I got a two one at least. I, overall, I got yeah. two one. Even that's just bang on. The How two is one. that bad grade? No, for me, it's uh, <laughs> <listen> not. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so you know, I think when you try to frame your mind in a way that you still think, okay, this has happened. You don't exactly know why. Like for example, mm. her sushi like. <laughs> that, honestly that affected me throughout the whole day i think i, I actually cried i'm not gonna lie. oh my <laughs> it's, god it's, it's it, it was really sad it's like when you don't when you expect something to happen and it doesn't go your way it's really easy to kind of just react and you just think why did that happen because you thought you had a b and c and d like completely figured out yeah it's there and it's it should happen that way and it's a logical thing to happen but when it doesn't happen it really can shake you and i think 
as a Muslim, I think one thing that we have um, is that the feeling of hope, like you know yeah. that 100%. there's something better in store. So, for example, maybe I got these grades, but maybe the next semester, inshallah, I'll get really good grades because I'm going to push myself a little bit more. Mm. I'm going to try to find the best strategy. And even if those grades don't come out the same way, at least I know that I was able to conf- uh, confront that challenge. I didn't just back away and I didn't give up. So at least Definitely. I'll gain resilience. Yeah. And that's something that's needed throughout your whole life. So I think what my thought of the week is just just, just force yourself, no matter how hard, how hard it is, to be grateful at that moment. Even if you don't feel it, just verbalise, just say it. Mm. And I keep saying it until like it makes you uncomfortable. Just keep saying it. And then you actually do feel that calmness. Yeah. And just think about, okay, what am I going to do next? How am I going to help mm. myself out of the situation? Yeah. Ah, you both have had quite a few rants today, haven't you? It's been a stressful week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can clearly see that. Uh, Hopefully, see that. Yeah. (laughs) What do we look like? (laughs) Oh my god! I mean, I'm more like she's had a good week, mashallah. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, you know, just going with it, and then Mm. you two is more of like, whoa. Just you know, hope everything's all right. Breathe. <laughs> After next Thursday, everything will be fine. <laughs> I have not prepared for semester B. Like I've never, like I've always been prepared for every semester. I haven't read one single thing. And in my degree, you have to at least read one right. module of oh. reading to be able to cope. Okay. So. And once again, I ask the listeners out there, please give us <laughs> time management. One piece of advice for time management. It's not or, or for revision, but it is. If you manage your time well. You can do all these things, or maybe, no, or maybe you should management. say no to other things. You know what? It's not. No, even, I don't what? think it's time management. I think it's working more smart. I think I'm doing mm, way too long maybe, hours. I'm not yeah. working strategically. Time management. Yeah, I think it's working. Smart it's time management. <laughs> right. If it's time management, I'm <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm just i think these two just need some advice about time management so please do let us know 0779481822 or you can text us yeah text or whatsapp on that number or comment on our facebook live stream and let us know uh advice for time management what's your advice since you've experienced um moving on she also wants the advice (laughs) (laughs) i also want the advice without admitting i found this quote okay and I I found it really interesting. So I want to know your thoughts. And I want to know everyone else who's listening as well. Please let us know your thoughts on this as well. So listen very carefully, everyone. Okay. Right. The Japanese say you have three faces. The first face you show to the world. The second face you show to your close friends and your family. The third face you never show anyone. It is the truest reflection of who you are. Now the question I have is do you agree... Or do you disagree and why? I'll repeat that, okay? The Japanese say you have three faces. The first face you show to the world. The second face you show to your close friends and your family. The third face you never show anyone is the truest reflection of who you are. Agree or disagree and why? And those listening as well join in. I don't agree with that. Why? Because with that idea, you're essentially saying that you never show your true self to anyone. But and I don't think that's true. I don't. Do you I show think, your true self to everyone? But I think your true self is like who what is your true self anyway? Number one yeah, is a philosophical question. Hey. How <laughs> what is your true self? Because I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but when I'm with different people, I'm a different like a slightly different person. Not saying I have personality disorder or anything. It's just I am <laughs> slightly different when I'm around oh, yeah. different people. So it's like, what? which one is the true version of yourself? And I think your true version is sort of culminated with how you respond to different types of people. And I also think it's how comfortable you are with... So you, wait, you didn't say if you agree or disagree? I agree with Lamisa. But do you agree with the quote? I don't agree with the quote. Why? Because I feel also, as Lamisa said, I feel like it's, it's about comfortableness, it's not about your fate, like your true reflection. So if I feel comfortable with one family member it's so not then, necessarily yeah. it, it's very it's very definitive that quote, that quote is very definitive it doesn't allow to consider other kind of options so if i'm going to be comfortable with one family member not necessarily i'm going to be comfortable with the other it's, it doesn't work like that i think there's, it's there's different aspects to me that i would mm. be comfortable in sharing with other people i think it's right in that me, sense it doesn't though. make me it doesn't make me 
10 faces it just makes me that i have different things that i'm um, able but to i think that's what is at the same time i think that's what it's trying to say that's what it's trying to say i think, think it's trying faces to show i think it's right people. in the sense that yes we we are different to different people yeah we yeah, have different that sides that essence. But yeah I think it's limited because to technically you're kind of saying that you do show a different side to yourself mm. to different people but, I think but the first one, it kind of captures, it says you show a different face to the world, which mm. is true. I think it's right in essence. You do show a different face when you're with your friends and your, your close friends but do you and your family. you think your true self is something that you never show to anyone? That's the question, I think. I think my true self, I really, I don't know. I think you're, what, how do we define what our true self? How am I meant your to show my true self when I don't even know what my true self is? Like, it's how I you like are. I the most raw. I don't know. Like the most raw. Authentic version yeah, of yourself. To, to God. How, I'm, like, I'm being real. Like the, I can unload in the most rawest way to God. Rawest is the word. I don't know. But yeah. I don't think I can do that with anyone else. And I think that version of me is something that's not tapped by anyone else. I think that is just truly there. Why? Because that's what I feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable sharing. What about with your close friends and family? No, I have trust issues. <laughs> Ooh, okay. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a person that doesn't yeah. really open up. No, there. that's fair enough. It takes me a very long time. Yeah. Um, and I would say the second person would be my mum. Like my mum, she receives me like in all different colours. Mm. So it's, I, I think it's just, it's also a relationship because you build relationships with people. Yeah, definitely. And like, how much you invest in those relationships and how comfortable you feel, that's when your authenticity comes out, right? So if yeah. you build your relationship with your parents or your a mother or, or anyone the more close you get to that person the more easier it's for them to see so sometimes you don't even to spell it out for them they just can see you in that sense agree disagree um what she just said <laughs> what, what do you think Afaisal? like do you think that i think that quote captures the essence no of like it. i said before like i think it's it is it's true we have one face that we show to the world. The world can be this, anyone, yeah. anything, mm. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But if, in all honesty, that's what it is. The second face, you show to your close friends and family, which is true. And the third one, your truest reflection, yeah. But then I kind of would merge that with my close friends and family, family because they yeah. truly see me for who I am. Yeah, Even I, sometimes <laughs> I don't know what I am, but they know what I am. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, do. I think sometimes people around you that are closest to you can see things like, you, you can't, can't see, see. Mm. and some things that you think you only realize about yourself but they actually realize things about yourself yeah. as well i think it's really important to kind of consider that and you should be able to trust their opinions when they're telling you look this is happening to you and you're damaging yourself or you're, yeah this is is affecting you negatively don't abandon it don't yeah. abandon it take their opinion because they truly care about you and they truly love you and you should be able to kind of they, they're only telling you that because it's out of your best interest. Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's we should be really grateful to have those people in our lives mm. who tell us when we're wrong, but they don't do it in the most yeah, yeah or harshest way. But they, they want to yeah. you. They want, they want, they you, want you to, to do well. You. They want to see you in your best way. In your prime. Possible. And so those conversations are not... Not yeah. anyone's going to have those uncomfortable conversations with you, only the people that are closest to you because they invested in you. They want to see you progress. Exactly. And there are people out there who want to see you fall. They're not going to say anything to you. Honestly, they're it not. Doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't impact those people that don't care about you because they don't have anything to lose. Whereas the people that are closest to you, they don't want to see you fall. And therefore, they will behave in a different way to the people that are outsiders or strangers to you. Like It's just a natural thing. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Yep, moving on. Um, so <laughs> today's when Pfizer laughs, I get like, oh, what she going to say now? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. So today's topic is, as stated before, a more of a free flowing kind of conversation. Talking about life is life is just life. Yeah. My first question to those listening out there um, and those in the studio. Those listening, do join in our discussion today, 0779481822. That's text and WhatsApp, or you can comment on our Facebook live stream. <coughs> Sorry about that. So, is life what you make it? That's a question for you guys. Right. Is life what you make it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Why? How? Just because if, if life wasn't what you make it, then what, what is life? what is life if you don't 
your life is your life, right? You live it however. Yeah. In the end, ev- life is made up from our own choices. Right. So Are they our own choices? Yeah, I believe yeah, they are. When do we, yeah, but at what age do we start making choices though? Because half our choices are made for us. No, but anything, even if you say half of your choices are made for us, even, even as in all the way up to a certain age. Like, I when did think... you start choosing to make decisions by yourself? But you're choosing to listen to at the what people, age? But you're choosing to listen to the people that are telling you what to do. So that is kind of a choice. Well, I haven't been alive for that long, but um... <laughs> the young child. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'd say you know, I think with with me making my own decisions was more of just a, a sort of process as I grew up my parents just let me make more and more decisions of my yeah, own but at what age but did you it wasn't like a, a certain age where I just it was through high school I started to you know make my make own, decisions. own decisions but I think from everything even as a young kid anything to even like what you're going to eat or what you <laughs> decide to not eat everything is your choice and that is your life at that stage yeah. the people who you want to hang out with in school that's yeah. your choice everything is your choice so life is what you make it and and that can you know be expanded to bigger things like um i don't know your job and your career and your success and all of that type of stuff you know how you're talking about earlier if you have sort of a setback or you know other people might class it a failure or whatever the way you overcome that is how you're gonna set out your journey thereon. if you decide to like you know Just let that challenge stop you then you're not going to be able to move on and what are you making of your life and at the end of the day, you're not like whatever's happened has happened. You can't change that. Yeah. I think that's something I've been um, realizing over the past year that whatever has happened is something that I'm just going to have to expect, accept no matter yeah. how hard that is. I can't go back and change it. No matter how many different other possibilities you think of and you like, you know, imagine like if, if, it, if I'd done it this way, it would have been better. If I'd done it that way, it would have been better. Like mm-hmm. I can't change that. The only thing I can change now is working is, is the future is what's going to happen next that's what I need to focus on. So life yeah. is what you make it in that sense. It's, it's all dependent on you and the choices that you make and how you want to live it. So yeah, that's Mary? my two cents. Yes. No, I, <laughs> that's I, a good one. No, I do really agree. It is all about your own choice because that's what God gave you free will. He gave you free will, so you make your own choices. <clears> but at the same time, I don't, you don't have control over your circumstances. I think that's the only thing that we can distinguish. Do you think that's a bad thing or a good thing? I think it's. I don't think it necessarily it needs to be a bad. But what do you mean we don't have control of our circumstances? So, for example, like when un- something unexpected happens to you. Okay. Right. You don't have control. Okay. Like, yeah. Mm. Down, that was, yeah. I'm just gonna use that example. <laughs> oh my god. Or, or, or I'm receiving the grade. It's a really sensitive subject. Okay. okay the grade. I received the grade that I didn't want. That's my circumstance, and I don't have control over that. I don't have control over, it. but I have control over the way I react to it <clears> and the way <throat> I will move on from it. So mm. that, in that sense. Yeah, for sure. I have that choice to be able to mobilise myself and move forward mm. or I have the choice to stay stationary and just mope about it. So that's where I can I get to choose. But don't you think it's really hard at the same... Like, as much as I said all of that earlier, <laughs> it's really hard to just... Yeah, of course. Keep, keep going. Like, keep going or whenever something's happened. Like, even as much as you know everything and you can't change it, isn't it really, really difficult to... Because in the moment, it's very hard to, like... But not even oh. in the moment, like, even later on like say if I, I want to I want to think no I'm going to study hard I'm going to revise now blah 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 but even just doing that is quite difficult as well I think, it's, you need to, I, think <clears throat> I think for us I think we need to just kind of take a step back and kind of mm. reevaluate what's our purpose why are we doing this exactly mm. I think because this because when you have a purpose for something it makes you it pushes you towards doing the thing that you need to do if you have if you when you're doing your A-levels your revision you know you want to go to university or you know you want to get those grades because it's a entry requirement <coughs> for something else, something bigger. So that's what drives you. So yeah. when you're doing anything in life, you need to ha- think about, okay, what's your purpose? And even if you don't necessarily see the bigger picture at that moment, at least have that purpose actually, I'm doing something productive. Yeah. Maybe in the future I can, I can use it to help people or create some sort of positive impact. Mm. And even if it's not that, you can, if you're a Muslim, then you would just think, I'm doing it for the sake of Allah. That, that should be definitely satisfactory enough, you know? Because you're not wasting your time. Mm. And Allah doesn't like it when you waste your time. time. He wants you to utilise your time to the best. Yeah, of course. I honestly <laughs> cannot wait till the day you guys finish uni. Because then you can see how much... Like, I feel like... Yes, of course, you need to do your studying, your revision, mm-hmm. and everything like that. But there is so much outside of uni that is so much more helpful. Like I personally think my degree was absolutely useless. My undergrad degree was absolutely useless because I could have done something else that I loved, 
Mm. But instead, I had to do this. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And that came after I left uni. Like, oh, because no one, like, you know, no one tells you these things, but you ha- it's kind of like a learning process. But honestly, life after this, what you guys go through, is going to get better, okay? It may get worse, obviously, because, you know, being an adult, but it will get better. And you will see that, our, like, you will be thankful that those years are behind you that these current years that you're like in the, the and it will pay off your hard work yeah. is going to pay off inshallah it will but you just have those, to kind of suck of, it in um, experiences shaping you so definitely if it, did, if it went all smoothly then it wouldn't really help you in, in the course of life after yeah so at least this at this moment it seems really terrible <coughs> at least it's kind of grafting you and helping you to become like the best possible it's pushing yeah. your boundaries hmm. Definitely. Um, we're coming to our break. Um, inshallah, join us in the second half of the show where we'll be discussing more of Is Life What You Make It? <laughs> and a string of other um, topics as well. So stay tuned in about a few minutes. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. This is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome back to Sister Speak on Inspire 105.1 FM and you're back with us just before the break we were just discussing uh, is life what you make it? <laughs> so moving on now do we ever really stop to think why we are going through a certain trial? Mm, I think you do while we, maybe while you're trying to get over it I guess or while you're going through it maybe you think about like why is this happening to me Mm. do you not i think so i think if you're going through a really difficult time whilst you're going through it you the thought does come across your head like you think why why is this happening and then you go through all the reasons that culminate to that point i think it definitely does come to your mind because you just think like why are you in this situation why how i have all your options have been like closing to you just like how do you cope? With it? Mm. And my question always be like, how do I cope with this? I think I think that is kind of God does go back to being hopeful. Though, if you lack hope, you kind of you kind of think about okay, like why is this happening to me? It shouldn't happen this way. Mm. I'm so set back. You start to think very negatively, and it really spirals out of control. But if you adopted a kind of a attitude of gratitude, wow, that rhymes. <laughs> and you um, if you adopted more optimism, optimism <coughs> then you wouldn't really have you would kind of like challenge those thoughts you would interrupt those negative thoughts you know what if it worked positively like I can make things go positively now I'm mm-hmm. here right now and I can change now I can't change what's happened to me but I can change the way I react to it and I can help myself to move um, to a better standing mm. or maybe when you control mm. but I think it's because we're very used and very accustomed to kind of kind of kind of just you know expect everything to go so smoothly yeah we have, definitely we're not quite equipped to face challenges upon challenges upon challenges i think also because we're in a very fast moving society where we get things very quickly and we get mm. frustrated when things don't happen quickly even if you look at social media when things don't load or when your wife is not working you get frustrated very quickly if you just if you really think about it it's kind of ridiculous that we get frustrated with that mm. because we have such a fast paced society we have there's such high expectation we almost are very entitled to everything and so that's why when we face something that kind of interrupts that smooth kind of sailing ship we just we don't know how what to do we don't know how to react to it let me say i agree yeah yeah I, agree. I think um what i was gonna say was maybe when you're going through a trial or something instead of thinking about how did i get here just think about how to solve it first of all yeah after you've solved it then maybe you can think about because think about it in emergency situations and things like that you won't have time to think about why did this happen you have to solve the situation asap like whatever it is so if you think about when you're in a trial or things like that that way you can actually sort the issue and then later on if you need to think about it you can think about why you got there that really <coughs> me. i'm not gonna even lie like i'm gonna stay with you so. <laughs> no, no i'm sure it's one. harder to adopt than it is to yeah. because literally that's exactly Same. how i like a, how I reacted to my grade today is like mm. I literally don't have time to, to think about. Yeah, I have to. I have if I don't if I react to it in a negative way, 
then I'm gonna lose out. So yeah, for sure. How do I how do I solve this? Exactly. Because, um, yeah, I had a similar situation. I got back one of my assignments. I actually thought I did really well. And then the grade ended up being, you know, not exactly what I wanted. And it was annoying because it's like you can't, at this moment in time, when I have my exam a few, like only two, less than two weeks away, it was at that point. I was like, well, I can make up for it in the exam if I study hard now. If I just sit here and think, why did I get that grade? Why Why didn't she give me the extra percentages that I wanted? All of that type of stuff. My... Like what I want isn't going to happen. Whereas I have the chance now if I study hard to get those extra percentages in my actual exam and make it so that that bad grade, it doesn't yeah. even count. It's, it's not a bad grade, but you know, like like Mariam said, you have to be grateful for everything that you get. Yeah. But you know, there's like we are human. There's certain things that we want. So if you're in a position where, you know, you feel like um, it's a trial or a tribulation, just try and work on getting through it. Try and work on making your future better than what, you're going through right now. I also think, yeah. <clears throat> although, like, as uh, Faisal was saying before the show, you know, this university is a very big bubble. Even this, this is, I would consider these, like, grades, the, the grades that you want to get and you don't get it, as, as small rejections, because that's what you're going to face outside of university when you're applying for jobs. Yeah. When, you're, when you want something to go in your way and it's not happening, that's what's going to happen. So I think if you're able to cope with, you know, investing and putting effort towards something and it's not happening your way, if you develop that resilience, you will be able to kind of confront any challenges that you're thrown with. And I think what's really important is how what Lemisa is saying is making sure that you take, before thinking about anything else, think about how you're going to mitigate the situation, how you're going to push yourself forward rather than push yourself backward or stay stationary. I think it's really important because otherwise it's just going to get worse. You, you want to think, how can I make this better? And make it yeah. better for yourself because mm. you know if you just stay in one place and <coughs> you feel really negative, then it's going to make you feel even worse. And you're more and it's more likely that you're going to get worse grades because you haven't invested the time to study the other things because your your mind is just so filled with with this mm. like sadness that you just didn't get that what you wanted. Whereas if you have that motivation and you discipline yourself, you feel more charged to kind of get that grade. Yeah. That you want. Well, I guess it's because we're students, we focus the conversation around studying all yeah. the time. But I guess for anyone, really, in any sort of situation, no, whatever it is. It's a good, clear example, though. Yeah, it's a good example. But whatever it is, you can try and apply this way of thinking to whatever yeah. situation you have. Yeah. Would you say you're the type of person who does things in life that the future you would be thankful for? I'm trying to be I that. I would person. thank you for. Sorry. I'm trying to. I don't even to. know what the future me wants. So, I don't I, even know what the, the present me wants. Very <laughs> difficult to answer. No, but mm-hmm. even right now, it could be anything. Yeah. Look, looking from your past to now, would you say you're the type of person who does things in life that the future you would thank for? I think I'm... I think now, sorry, like, you know. No, no, I think at this point, I think I would say yes. I think one year ago, two years ago, no. Because now I have learned to have emotional intelligence, I've learned to gain emotional resilience. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I've developed it, but I'm gaining aspects of it, and I'm learning how to kind of like, you know, control my emotions, even though they're like maybe even just five percent. I still think that's progress. I might be ninety-five percent reacting, but five percent I've gained like the ability to kind of like wait, think, like, and think and take two steps back. And I think that's what life's about. It's about progressing and confronting your own kind of like inabilities. I yeah. think that, for me, for our future self, would be thankful because I'm taking those steps. The first step is always hardest. You just keep going, keep going. I think mm. everything that I've done up until now it has been for my future self and is for my future yeah. self. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm yet to see the fruit of all of this. <laughs> no, um, I've seen your progress. But, like, I've, yeah. I've seen definitely how your progress has. Like, it's... It's flourished. Wow. Wow. Very good. I'm sure you've inspired so many people. Definitely, 100%. So, you know. But, you know, I hope that the future, like, it works out in the end. And, oh, that was, that is something Sadia. I should have done for the future me. <laughs> Put my phone off. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think at the same time, like, it's important to enjoy, I think what I've learned whilst being at uni, it's important to enjoy what you're doing right now, but also work hard enough for mm. the future. Yeah. If I, like, obviously, I'm a student, so I'm just going to bring it to students. Like, yeah. as much as, you know, you hate revising, and you hate all of that stuff, do it because you know when that result day comes, you're going to feel rubbish if you end up getting the grade that you didn't want. 
So whether that be, you know, a really high grade or a really low grade, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's what you want. Everyone has their own standards. If you don't meet your own standard for yourself, you're going to feel sad about that. So for th- for that thing, and you know the effects of those grades are going to be longer lasting than yeah, whatever definitely. it is you're doing now. So put that effort in. But also, like, don't put off everything for studying. Don't put off everything for that future you Mm -hmm. thinking that, oh, my, like, this is the end of everything. It's not. You need to, at the same time, have balance. You need to be like, okay, I'm going to study as hard as I can or try my best, but I'm also going to enjoy my life. Like, I'm going to, you know, or else how how are you going to live? You're going to end up going... Yeah, you're not going to live to see that progress. You don't don't know. There's no guarantee. Or you might end up, you know, pushing yourself so hard that you end up ruining your chances for the future. So I say do everything in balance prepare for the future and enjoy the present what about um emotional independence do you think that's important do you think having emotional independence is important before we go to that emotional independence is a process where we learn to kind of exercise having that willpower and greater control in ourselves so do you think being emotionally independent is important? Do people actually like practice building up their I think life emotional resilience? Because I feel, yeah. Gain I th- emo- I isn't know, it just I've a natural of, process? Yeah, I've never heard of emotional uh, independence, but I've heard of emotional intelligence. But um, I, think it's, I think it's having self-awareness where it really stems from. When you're very self-aware of your own kind of yeah. abilities and your strengths and your weaknesses and how you actually treat people and your and your compassion, I think when you have that self-awareness, it enables you to be able to kind of, um, you know, exercise. Those yeah. Kind of. Do you think people in our society nowadays have lack? Yeah. This I, quality. I think, I think so. Really do lack emotion. In, in what ways? Like. I feel like people. I mean this. It's a very, might seem a very insignificant kind of <coughs> way, but I think it is kind of a big thing. When you're talking to someone and you're used, and someone's on their phone while they're talking to you, you're kind of denying them that eye contact, you're denying them that interaction, and you're denying them that attention. That's, and yeah, that's a good example. You're neglecting them just, just by looking at your phone, and that's not emotional intelligence because you're saying what you're saying and what you're implying is that my phone is more important than you, your mm. physical presence. Yeah. And that's a big thing, and we take it in such a small way, but it's not. No, definitely. So I think we need to kind of be more conscious of how we're interacting. And I think emotional intelligence really kind of boils down to your communication. Your communication and your compassion and those two things really make it how you kind of interact with yourself, interact with others, and how you treat other people as well. Yeah, and it's also, it brings in the empathy factor yeah. as well, you know, putting yourself in other people's shoes. Because yeah. I think sometimes we're so set on our own lives and things like that. You don't know what someone else is going through when you're speaking to them. And how the way you're interacting with them as well, yeah. you you're probably like for example the example that you just gave now about the whole you know denying someone just one interaction just because you're on your phone, while that person could be expressing to you something so important yeah and how about how they're feeling and things like that and y- you you're just completely you know denying them of it. It's not fair. I mean. I think we shouldn't have that. Like you know, yeah. the prophet, he would turn around physically, his whole body to talk to someone. Because mm. I, I always say this, you know, the prophet had before there was rules, regulations. He had emotional intelligence, and intelligence, and that's why he was able to yeah. spread. He was able to interact with people, big, small, no matter what background they were in, yeah. because he had emotional intelligence. He had that compassion. He had the ability to listen to people. He had the ability to give attention to people, and he never denied people for what they were. Mm. He he always gave them like that attention. <coughs> And whoever was in his way felt special. He made everyone feel special. And I think that's what we're lacking, you know. That's what being philanthropic is, is being being able to make people... Don't don't deny people that simple basic interaction just yeah. because you think... Just because you want to like a post on Instagram or you just think uh, email is more important, then don't don't put yourself in that situation. That's basic manners. I think that's a lack of manners if you're doing Definitely. that. Definitely. And I think in relation to emotional independence, it's also like don't be shy of being alone. You know, don't be shy of kind of doing things by yourself. Because sometimes I think as you're going through life as well, sometimes you just need someone to kind of like, an expression, to kind of hold your hand to go through certain things. But at the same time, as life goes on, you're only going to, you're going to become more independent yourself. But having that emotional independence, you know, I think controlling your feelings making your own independent choices 
because of you want to do it, not because you're being influenced or because, you know, you have to do it or is guilt or something, but doing things how you want to do it because this is how you see it. You're finally at that stage where you don't have someone that you don't need someone to hold your hand throughout every step of the way. And sometimes just letting go of that. It might be a little bit of anxiety. Maybe sometimes you don't want to do things by yourself. But I think that also comes from being in your own comfort zone too much as well. That is That can be such a downfall for you. Like you need to kind of come out of that in order to go forward. Because if you're going to completely stay within one kind of your comfort zone, mm. where are you going to progress? Where are you <laughs> going to go? All you'll know is what you already know. And that kind of fear of, oh, I don't know what's going to happen, so I'm not going to do it. Or yeah, I'm just scared, I'm just scared. You know, you just have to take that step. And that's kind of, you know, your own intuition, your own choice. Once you kind of go over that step, you don't know what you can achieve. And <coughs> sorry, you can see different parts as well. You open yourself up to more opportunities. You open yourself up to different things that you never thought you'd be able to open yourself up to before. Yeah, sometimes like we feel that you know when, when things are unexpected, you feel like that's the only direction there is. But actually, maybe Allah's redirecting you to something better. And I think it's really important to have that faith and that moment. Because one example that I've given so many times in the show is uh, my placement one, which is like two, one whole year ago. Wow. <gasps> no yeah. way. Yeah, um, and like I really wanted a specific one in terms of my organisation. I really wanted to work in the policy department. But then I got a job in, uh, I, had, I applied for a job that I really didn't want. It was in administration. But when I got to that job, uh, as I said before, um, I wanted to work in student engagement and this was an administrative role. The day of my first day of my job, my line manager said, you can choose between this one and that one. And I was like, I want that one because there was two job roles. And then when, on my first day, when I went to my office, on the door, it literally just said student engagement, even though I did not apply for that. You know, and then that was the best experience ever because it was so flexible to my needs. My line manager was amazing. He was absolutely incredible. Um, I was able to take ownership of my own kind of skills. So I, get to, I got to choose what projects I wanted to do, what training I wanted to do. And usually when you do placements, you have a line manager that's always like telling you what to do. Mm. But here, I took ownership of my own skills. So had I not, like, you know, if I, if I didn't face that rejection and I didn't, you know, persevere, I would have not got that. And at the same time, I really think about it now, I'm actually working for policy, the policy department at my university in terms of being. Mm. So now I'm doing something more and more passionate about. So you don't, know, really what, good. Yeah. You don't know what's what's in store for you. And on the back of that, and I, I initially had that intention, I wanted it for my organisation. I'm launching my organisation, inshallah, in two weeks. That's so, you know, yeah. Like, it's amazing. Like, you don't know where life's going to take you. And I think it's just having that faith in God like it really is such a powerful powerful thing and like I just, I just thought about it right now like even though I didn't have keep going back to that same example I didn't get that grade at least I can see that I've progressed a little bit yeah and I may I may have lost those marks but at least I gained a little bit more faith yeah and at least I'm talking to Allah a little bit more mm. and because I never got that 100 yeah, yeah and not gonna lie I think one of the most like amazing things about you know, when you're being tested or when you're going yeah. through like a tribulation is seeing the positive out of it. Mm. Yeah. Like there was like, look how far you've come from that like trial or tribulation in the journey. Like, you know how they say there's beauty in the struggle and there is. And we just, I think sometimes, you know, we see when something doesn't go our way, we always view it as a negative. Mm. But I think sometimes you should view it as a positive. See, you know, why it went that way and sure. change it to a positive, you know, like, it went that way for a certain reason and you know at the same time also keep in mind you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala planned this for you mm. you know we can plan he'll plan and his plan is what's best for us so maybe things didn't go a certain way because of it was planned and maybe that saved you from something else you know Definitely, 100%. I think there's beauty definitely in that kind of that struggle there but it's, it's easy to lose hope as well, don't you think? So you need to remind yourself and you need also company. I think that's one thing that we need to talk about as well. It's company, company. Company that helps you to kind of reminds you that it's okay, this is just temporary and like we'll get through it. Like another day we know that Allah loves us a lot. Mm. And like this these things don't, are not definitive of your whole, you know, success. They're not. Yeah. You're gonna keep moving forward, you're gonna keep progressing. It's just one step of the hurdle. 
Do you have a lot of what ifs when it comes to life? Um, I read this post the other day about this person who was like, who has anxiety and has like has depression, and the therapist said to them because when you have anxiety, I, I suffer from anxiety. When you have anxiety, you always think, "What if something's going to go wrong?" But the therapist said to that person, "Why don't you th interrupt your thoughts and say, what if it goes right?'" I think that's quite powerful because you know when you're more hopeful, you're more likely to do more, be more productive, mm -hmm. and you're more more likely to produce something better than mm. if you're already, you know, so for example, if you're going to do a contextualize this to doing it all the time, but say if you're doing a module or you're doing an essay, if you already have, before you even start it and you think, what if I get a bad grade, you're setting yourself up for that because you already feel so negative already when you're producing it. But if you think, wait, what if I get a 70 and you're like ambitious, you know, you'll feel comfortable doing it and you'll produce better work. So, yeah. Hmm. Do you have a lot of what ifs? Um, I think last year I had a lot of what ifs. This year I'm more like it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, my friend. And I think there's <laughs> no point in thinking what if because that it didn't happen. So why are you thinking that? <laughs> why are you gonna waste your time? Like what? We our life is so short. We need to make an like. I feel like everyone feels like they need to make an impact. If you think of, if you're spending all your time thinking about what if this and what if that of hypothetical situations that never happened and never will happen, yeah, you're just wasting time and you're changing your own mental state to one that's like you know, sad and hungover about what's 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 happened in the past when you could be thinking about the future what ifs. I think it's good to think about future what ifs like. You know, if I study now, if I do well now, then what's going to happen in the future? Maybe, you know, I might become the next prime minister, something like that. <laughs> you know, these types of things, it's good to think about. Picture yourself in good situations. Yeah. Think about those future what ifs, not the negative ones and definitely not ones about the past. But I think when it comes to what ifs, I feel like our negative what ifs kind of overpower of the positive Always. ones. Do you, have, you ever, have you ever thought of a positive like what if of the past? Like, oh, what if that happened? I don't think I've ever no. thought of Whenever you think of the, like, oh, what if this is always negative? Yeah. Unless you're really, so we need really to start changing person. that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, do you think that's just an instinctive thing that we just yeah, do? I think it's just what how we kind of use even just. Isn't it a coping mechanism? Like, I feel like it's a way to overcome that. Hurt. Do you feel better saying, oh, what I don't know if happened? people feel better, but I feel like maybe it helps us to. We're trying to rationalize the situation, yeah. right? Or we're trying to think like, okay, if if it didn't happen that way, then it wouldn't have happened, so it would have been fine. Like that type of thing. I think it's a way of yeah. us trying to comfort ourselves mm -hmm. about the situation, like. Like, okay, if I'd done it another way, then it very easily could have been the outcome that I wanted. But yeah. at the end of the day, we then again come to the realisation that unfortunately, whatever's happened is not going to change. It's meant to be. And I think as mm. Muslims, we can have that comfort. It's For sure. It's supposed to be that way. So there is no what if, you know, the reason why those circumstances happened upon you is because Allah decreed it. And then that's it. So now move on. <laughs> and it's easier. It's, it's, very it's easier said than done. Yeah. For sure. But, but I think in that moment, again, I'm going back, I'm reiterating it. Have that sense of hope. And it's that journey as well. You're, yeah. you're building that up. These are the things that are going to um, build you up for the future. Because uh, like whatever, I'm 19 years old. I feel like, you know, I've been Such through so baby. much. I literally haven't been through anything. Yeah. But, you know. You don't know what's to when, come when you reach exactly, an adult. Exactly. <laughs> no, during my A-levels, I was like, I went to my dad and I was like, I think this is the hardest thing I'm ever going to go through in my life. You know, <laughs> this is the biggest, <laughs> biggest thing ever. And my dad just laughed at me. He was like, D you don't know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. It's like, you know, the more, the more, you, the longer you live, you're obviously going to come across things that are going to be difficult for you but yeah. the point is that is what's building you up and as a muslim that's what's building your faith in god as well i think you have to start to have that journey within yourself where you're like i'm going to start putting more trust in god i'm going to stress less about it and i'm just going to live life in a happy yeah happy level oh i think how would you sum up your life so far <laughs> So far, it's been great. Alhamdulillah. I, mean, I have no, like, I don't really have any complaints. I think I've been yeah. very blessed in literally all aspects of my life, Alhamdulillah. And for that, I'm very, very grateful. Um, I'm also kind of scared because I'm like, I don't know what What's is going to come. Gonna come. Um, but I think, you know, whatever's happened, like, obviously, there's been some low parts. But I think I, I've I've been blessed with those low parts as well because it's got me to where I am yeah. today. And I'm happy with that. And I'm happy with 
where I am. There are places that I want to be, but we are going to work towards that and Definitely. we're going to get there, inshallah. inshallah. So, you know, that's, I think so far, my life, alhamdulillah, has been good. I have a very nice family and <laughs> shout out to them. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I, I agree. I think a lot of the things that I face in my life, I feel like, they definitely have shaped me the way yeah. I, ha- I am today. Um, and it's really helped me, like, pushed me really out of my like, depth to do the things that, like, my passions, I'm able to do them because the challenges I've faced in my life has helped enable me the strength to produce that. Definitely. So, and also, I think along the way, it has really strengthened my faith. So I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, it w- I don't think I would have that connection if I didn't go through certain things. So for me, it's just that continuing that, developing that, and also kind of being able to kind of have that self-awareness of where, I'm go- where I am right now and where I want to go. Because even in the Quran, there's an ayah, where are you going? I think that's so profound. Like, yeah. Where are you going? You've you got to think about that. Like, mm. When you're doing things, what is your purpose? What yeah. direction are you taking yourself? So, yeah, I, think I think that's a key thing to take forward, actually, is why are you doing what you're doing right now? Because yeah. sometimes you're just doing it because, it's you know, just yeah. It's, it's very easy. Well, you could use that time to do something better yeah. for you. Mm. It's I think a lot, of, a lot of people our age have that yeah. issue where we, we don't know what we're doing or why we're doing it. I think it. it's just like... Just for a system, from, just to move the masses. Yeah, like. From these ages of like between when you're at uni to mm. like now, after uni, like reaching the adult time of like you know now you have to like do this and you have to pay tax and all this kind of stuff like <laughs> what is your life and you're still kind of working it out. working it out and working it through but to be honest that's okay as well sometimes you don't need to have an exact set plan on what you want to do like sometimes it's okay to just you know take a breather take a step back try something try something else and you can see you have options you know I think especially now's the time as well when you're young yeah. to try different things. Do it. Don't waste your time on something that you do not want to do or something that you dislike because it will be a waste of time and you will regret it. Yeah, I feel like when you invest yourself the most yeah. when you're young, it's like it comes out. That's more but thank you everyone for listening <laughs> and join us next week, inshallah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org. You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at InspireFM Luton.